What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode four of Detroit Dart Talk. Uh, today we have in the studio a full team. We've got the gang back together, and uh, just let's go ahead and uh, go around and introduce ourselves. Tim Hull, Tom, Connor, and <laughs> my. Connor is uh, being the man with the plan right now. He's got the microphone, and he has really gotten a good setup here. Um, and so he's doing a little bit of sharing action right now. We might have, uh, again, in the quest of better sound, um, Connor's up the game again. And we're going to see how this turns out. But uh, right now, he's going ahead and changing the levels and uh, moving microphones around. And he's being a real pro in the background right now. So let's get on to projects we've worked on. Tom's got a few things, uh, as we all do. I think today we're pretty stacked on projects. So yeah, go ahead. So most recently, I acquired a 3D printer. It's a Creality Ender 3, for those who would be wondering. Mm -hmm. um, I've just been messing around with it, trying to see what all I can print. I'm currently working on printing out a Mega Shot, which is a Mega Hammer Shot, just okay. because I'm tired of shields being used in our games, and I want to take a take a stand against them. Which we never came to an agreement on that rule, No, right? we never did. We never did. <laughs> I think we'll try it at yeah. the next, one, next Z13 and see how it goes. Yeah. So you think we might try that rule? The shield? So the, the mega hammer shot would be in use? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. The entire reason I wanted it is because I already have a hammer shot on my loadout. Mm -hmm. I can just switch out the hammer shots now. Okay. Sounds pretty cool. Um, so what is it, what is it, what do you have to do for a mega hammer shot? Like what does that even entail? So it's a, it's a new cylinder, which is only four shots instead of five. Mm, of uh, make test battle does sell a five shot hammer shot cylinder. For um, megas? Yeah. But I just didn't feel like paying it. It's free and it's on thingiverse. So I'll just go with four. Okay. Uh, it needs a new arm, if you will, for the front of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a new rotating pin. That's it really? Yeah. No, it's not that bad. So does the, it just seals against the back, the original, like the original way? So the, the, I what, believe the felt so. pad, is that right? You've it, done it, a lot. Yeah, it's got to replace just like the, uh, the Gavin Fuzzy cylinder does. Yeah, I believe so. I haven't cracked it open yet, so mm, okay. it's to be determined. That'll be cool. Yeah. Never seen one before, so you'll Neither be, you'll be uh, bringing it out. Very nice. What else have you been working on? I know you've, you've been doing a few things. Uh, I, finally, I finally got around to making a better hammer shot. I used to be adamantly against hammer shots. I used to be strong arms all the way, but... And then he wised up. Yeah, then I got an S1 kit, which I actually got for my birthday from uh, Orange yeah. Modworks. Uh, metal hammer, metal trigger, six-shot metal cylinder. It's not metal, it, it's, but it's injection molded as yeah. opposed to being it's, 3D it's printed. Nice. The cylinder is injection yeah. molded. Yeah, and um, an 8-kilogram uh, spring, okay. and I'm in love with this blaster now. It's... I don't know. I totally see what you're now talking about, Tim. Yeah, that I, orange Modworks kit, yeah. trigger bubble at rest. I had a blaster parts trigger for it. I, I never used it. I hated that trigger. I hated yeah. that hammer. But yeah, I've got two of the uh, the orange Modworks OTAC kit, and I've got two of the blaster parts in four you know four different hammer shots. And there's so many hammer shots. I know <laughs> you have a problem. The hammer uh, shot for every day of the week, right? The the OTAC kit is just so far superior. Oh, it's it's, it's beautiful. And He's the blaster of, itself is nice. We might end up posting a picture of that on the Instagram. It's you, to be determined. If you learn how to use Instagram. What do you mean if I it's learn funny how the, to? It's funny the older guys here, we know how to Instagram. Oh, no, I've had an Instagram since like 2014. Oh, you don't know how to use it, I thought. I, I know how to use it. Okay. I just know how to use All my right, own well, Instagram. Why don't you show us how to use it? I'll post right now if you want me to. Do it. Do it. Do, do, it. do it. Okay, peer, posting a picture of the hammer shot right now. So, well, we're not going to wait for you. Yeah, so now you guys will know when we're recording. We're just going to let Tim talk about the projects he's worked on. Well, it, it's been uh, a lot of research since the last podcast. I'm, I'm working on uh, a couple of back burner projects, uh, trying to figure out how to um, get my Power Strike 48 to shoot either uh, full links or uh, half darts exclusively rather than having to do three elites and then uh, uh, half length at the front to get the spacing right. Mm -hmm. So. Try, uh, working on that, and then I also, uh, my wife picked up a Busby Berserker one day for me when she was out um, picking up uh, clothes for the kids at the thrift store, and uh, as as I think uh, the guys found out, it's uh, it's pretty powerful, even though I haven't finished it up yet. The uh, the yeah, I got shot in the face. I got shot in the forehead. That was we all it was lovely. It's way too. It's way too good for having nothing done to it, and just like you. What did you do? You ripped the barrel out of the center. It wasn't yeah, the barrel I, there. Yeah, I, I took the. So that's where the rocket would have launched uh, from. Yeah. So I just took out the air restrictor from there, and I'm just dropping darts loose fit down that tube, 
You know, yeah, you that's know, what they were just, fired from. It shoots ridiculous. I mean, compared to your caliber, no harder. I mean, no no weaker, I would say. Like caliber yeah. ish FPSs, if not higher. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of all over the place, though. In our, uh, our mock battle we yeah. had before starting, I got Tom out because the <laughs> dart arced around a, a barrel and got him. Hey, it counts. It can- right. Yeah, we counted it. It's pretty cool. Anything else you've been doing? Uh, that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, you know, I was thinking every week, not we're not going to be working on projects every yeah. single week. We've just we've been a little bit stacked up on projects. And Connor, I know, I know you've been busy. You may not have had a project. But yeah, wanna, it feels yeah. like the last uh, podcast episode was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> when when I'm busy, the time flies pretty quickly. But yeah, last week we had. Uh, Thursday through Sunday, we had 20 groups. Jeez. It was was crazy. (laughs) Yeah. It was great. I mean, I need more days like that where... Days on days like like that. Yeah, yeah, where I can, like, you know, we we make money and I can save it for a rainy day when we have slow months sometimes. But, yeah, we're in our busy season right now, which I'm super excited about. But as far as projects going on right now... um, the podcast studio so i'm really excited we got the microphones we're down one microphone though the fourth microphone will be coming tomorrow so i'm going to be giving this microphone to tom for most of the time so i won't be chiming in too much in this i actually <laughs> thought you were going to record with the built-in microphone uh, at first. I, I was so going to but that is not like the dynamic microphones right. like these are um listening mm-hmm. in i mean we're still going to improve the audio i was thinking that we might not need acoustic treatment but i think when we listen to this there you might little bit might help us out make it even, yeah. even crispier but um hopefully you guys see a bump in quality with these microphones as opposed to what we were doing before let us know uh, right yeah you know no, we i'm pretty need excited about this and uh, awesome. what yeah, other projects yeah this feels legit yeah yeah it does. wait till you guys i was listening to the headphones it feels it sounds good sounds right. legit. um so yeah that's like it for pro i mean there's i always have a lot of projects in my to-do list but exciting ones would be like the podcast studio and then I have to get a door for that yeah. room over there. So we have this, uh, the doorway is a very unique door size. This building. Did you check it out? So what's the... So the building is 100 years old, and it's you need a metal door, and it's very specific with the hinges and stuff. But I went to the basement to try to find a door, because they said, yeah, there's a basement. we got to explore what? it. Oh, what? No. It's creepy. Yeah. Oh, I'm down. Oh, yes. That's, that's some content right there. Yeah, that's some content. That'll go I don't even care about video. content. I just can't wait to go in <laughs> oh, and cool. I care about content. I need yeah. Creepy bait. Well, I mean, I care about content. That's what we're doing. I need a video. I forgot. Yeah, me and Tom are sharing microphones, so we yeah. got we got to get nice and close here. Oh, so. you guys. <laughs> nice ASMR. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, I need to get a door to protect the equipment in here and... Uh, yeah, it's also just privacy. I also have to finish painting stuff, but yeah, that's it for projects, really. And yeah, uh, just staying organized as we get into the busy season. Basement, basement. Yeah, we'll hit up. Oh that my basement. gosh, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> we'll take we'll take you, the listener, with us there through Instagram later, or one of our channels. One of us, or both. Yeah. Or we, should, we should get into uh, Instagram stories. Oh yeah, that's true. I don't know how that works, but I it's hope you guys like do. a Snapchat story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Connor, um, let's let's move on to... Let's keep going, and, and Connor, maybe we'll post a story while we figure out how this works. That's what we're doing right yeah. now. Okay, cool. So uh, projects that I've worked on. Eric is the last person here. Um, I had a little surprise uh, in the works for uh, Tim here. No, nah, it wasn't a surprise. I, I, I didn't guarantee that I'd have it, and, you know, he, uh, he compensated me appropriately for it but the uh the fdl that he has um is going to be in play at the ysu harry potter themed invitational this weekend if i'm not mistaken yes it will and uh ended up uh making uh side panels for him that are uh harry potter themed i think it says uh imbued with basilisk venom and what's the other one say Uh, this fdl slays horcruxes yeah (laughs) or destroys destroys horcruxes this fdl i remember because it was really hard to fit all those words on that little tiny panel in fact um i spent a bunch of time trying to size it up like appropriately because so these these fdl side panels they're like three inches by an inch and a half or thereabouts somewhere size i don't remember the exact size but fitting any sort of detailed lettering on there um your standard uh fd or standard fff fdm printer is 
very, um, it's very difficult to get that fine detail of lettering. So when I previewed it and I, when I sliced it and then previewed it to print, I was like, oh, this is going to look like garbage. And I was like, well, you know what? We're just going to try it. There's no more time. And, uh, I printed it with a gray. So the panel itself is gray and the wording is orange, um, just based on the colors that I had it, for no other reason than those were the nicest, closest matching colors to what Tim already had. But those, um, letters came out great. I was, I was shocked. The preview made it look worse than it actually was. Wow. And they yeah. do look great. I can't wait to show them off, uh, this Saturday down at Youngstown. I, yeah. I think it's really going to catch some people off guard. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I've, I've never done, and they're two-color printed, so I've never done two-color printing before. I had to learn how that works. It's pretty cool. The printer actually gets to the point where it changes between the filaments, and I don't have multi-material. I just have the, um, the it's a code you can basically drop your G-code into um, an online application, and it you tell it the layer you want to make the change at. So I went through the slicer and figured out what, what layer I wanted the last layer to be of that color, and... Uh, it basically gets that point, retracts to home, and then goes beep, beep, beep really, really loudly. And when it's beeping, it it doesn't sound like any other beep in the system. So when you change filament, there's like one loud beep. This is just a constant series of beeps, and you go up, you change it, it gives you the menu to um, dispense filament, and you get it all, it's got like a nice menu, and then you go and it just prints, and, and the problem is it wants to pull a glob of filament. With it, even though I, I cleaned it off as best I could, it still pulled a glob of filament, and I had to use my my nippers and kind of reach in there or my diagonal cutters and and cut off the extra filament it was dragging along that had stuck to the thing. But cool experiment overall, kind of a, a neat thing. And I was thinking, you know, Jesse over at FDL has probably done this a million times, and I, I felt like I was going in the footsteps and doing the experimentation and the discovery that he had to go through when he makes all his blasters. And I think some other people do it. I think Gabby, Gavin Fuzzy might even do the, those type of panels for long shots, if you ask. Um, mm, okay. I think, yeah, because I've seen him before, and somebody said they were Gavin Fuzzy, but I didn't see him on his store. A couple of things There's like that. There's a lot of store. He, it's a lot of stuff he's designed that he doesn't have on his store, but he'll do by request, yeah, is what I understand. I'm thinking that these, these panels were one of those items, but I'm sorry if I'm misspeaking and someone's yelling at their microphone right mm. now, but... That's how it goes. Yeah. Um, another thing is FDL, sort of anti-FDL related, is I have been having a, a bit of trouble with my FDL magazine feeding, which is my own fault and my own printing issues um, from when I first printed it. And it's become a serious annoyance. Um, it's almost like the, the filament ch- or the, uh, the, the magwell has shrunk over time ever so slightly or like absorbed moisture or something just being out in the world. And it's gotten incredibly tight around the magazine um, using an 18 round magazine. So I've been thinking about sanding that down and then, but how do I protect the electronics? Just, it's a big project that I have to get to. Uh, And I realized even then, I'm still worried about the FDL being damaged um, if I'm playing aggressively. And how can I get around that? Well, it's a 3D printed blaster. You can't get around it. You either deal with the damage and fix it, um, which doesn't make a lot of sense since I've sanded and painted and hydro dipped mine, or you have a blaster that you don't mind if you damage. So I'm building a test bed Nerf Strife that is designed in my mind for more of like a, like a competition fast blaster. Um, it can be banged up. It can be beat up. I don't care. It's going to shoot half length darts, so I can hold, um, so I can hold katana mags or vorpal mags. I made a few of those too, and that way I can be faster and carry more in a smaller space and not be worried about breaking so many things. Um, I actually am a bit worried about breaking the vorpal mags because I did break one um, just while while doing a final assembly step, and uh, I have to be more careful with those than I thought I would have to be. But headed in the right way for that project and trying to get faster and leaner and meaner. And I'll have, uh, you know, a a fast build and an HVZ FDL build, something (laughs) along those lines. So the tack gear is adjusting to this as well, realizing problems with my tack gear. But that's a discussion for another day. So um, our next usual topic is Nerf events attended. Has anyone actually attended any Nerf events this week? I don't think. I'm assuming I, we I, talked about Z13 last yeah, time. Yeah, we talked about yeah, Z13 yeah. last Tom, time. Tom, you want to? Because I'm going to tell you, I don't think any of us yeah. did. It got, we got rained out. There was an event that was really close to where I live, and it rained, and then the klaxons went off, and it was like tornado warnings, and yeah. just 
bad time to be out playing in the outdoors world. So didn't do any playing, a lot of building, but no playing. Um, but Tom, tell us about, about your, F, your, your Z13 experience. Um, pretty standard, I guess. I got to use my hammer shot quite a bit, which I was very happy about. Yeah, I know. It, yeah, it, perform, it performed very well. Eric's just better because I, yeah, I was a trader. We were playing Trouble and Terror Stone. Yeah, he was a trader. Yeah, I, he trader tricked sneaky, me. That was sneaky. I, I was, it was pretty good. He trader tricked uh, me. It was pretty standard Z13. I wish we'd gotten to use our primaries more. That's my only complaint, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I, I had fun. Yeah, it was a did. good way to spend my birthday with you guys. So yeah, we yeah, appreciated cool. you being there. Yeah, yeah you uh, brought a lot of people too. Yeah, not as many as I hoped I would bring. Yeah, but, but yeah, you brought yeah. brought like four or five people. Yeah, it was a lot of people. Yeah, it was a good time. They were all good sports too. So <laughs> most of them. Well, they seemed like they were good sports. I don't yeah. know. I didn't have to deal with them in the car ride home or anything oh, like that. Oh, neither did I. They left <laughs> before I did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, but. When he was talking about that game that got rained out, I was down in my basement working on my printer still. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which also shout out to Eric for helping me finally fix my printer. <laughs> Turns out I was using a like three year outdated program. Yeah, you were you had the wrong program. The yeah, wrong I was filament, going with the one they sent me in the box. Yeah. Yeah, you you but you got through it, and that's yeah. part of the that's part of the three D yeah. printer experience. They're not at the point where it's just a tool. It's a tool you have to build a skill up for in order just to use it. So, you know, I want, personally, I want a tool that I can just use and be creative with. And I've had to learn 3D printing in order to use it as a tool. So getting there. Um, you can see the advancement, though. His Ender 3 is already just... Oh, it's it's print- running out. It's always printing. Yeah. Except it's right now, because it wasn't good. done before I left. Because so. it turns... So the uh, other thing about the Mega Shot, the uh, rotation mechanism for it has to be printed in 100%. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I expected that. Everything else I printed has been 20% for the Mega Shot. So, and I'm not worried about breaking it because I can just print another one. But it's just something to note. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I have not, I like to print in 100% if I can. Just yeah. because it, it also ends up, for me, having really good surface finish. Yeah. I, I find that too. It's just, I don't really have the time for that. Yeah. Because one, one of the biggest things I found out about 3D printing forever. is the biggest resource is time. Oh, yeah. And then it's not just, oh, the print itself says it'll take 51 minutes. It's also the heating up. Heating up adds like another five, 10 minutes. Yeah. Like my printer is a pretty nice printer and it only it takes like a minute to heat up. You know? Yeah. That's one of those things that you pay more for. But I still sit there. You know, I have yeah. to sit there and then you have to make sure the first layer goes down okay. And it's not dragging a blob of of uh, filament across there. Trust me, I know. That's why the mega shot's not done today. But yeah, we should uh, we should save this for a three D printing episode. Yeah. There's lots of things to talk about um, and get in depth with those type of uh, type of points that we want to that we want to talk about. But uh, today's topic is off brand slash competitors to nerf. Ooh. Yay. Yay! We had a, a little battle beforehand before we started today, <laughs> just because honestly, I haven't tried a lot of these. Uh, my knowledge is pretty much, pretty much limited to Nerf and X Shot products, but only Nerf in competition until today. <laughs> yeah, how do you how do you uh, how'd you do? Mm, I lost yeah. both games. I was out first yeah. on first time on both games. I had a I had a M6. Some, some sort of a Boomco M6. Well, that was the second time. Yeah, the second game I had a Boomco M6, a stock one, and I don't. Mm, I have. Yeah. 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 Mm. We'll talk about that. I don't like it, but we'll get to that. Um, and then the first time I used an X shot blaster with a magazine that I cannot think of the name of the renegade or something. Probably the renegade. It's not the regenerator. That's the modulus. Yeah. yeah. It's the one with the side loading. Yeah. The battle scout esque clip. Did you get, did you get that yet? Did I get it? Yeah. Who, who was supposed to get one? Oh, that was me. It's, yeah. It now resides at the dark club. Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw it, or I saw one of them out there when I was looking for darts earlier. So they haven't broken. They actually those held up. Those holding up okay. Yes, yes, they are. Ah, very good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they actually seem to be pretty beefy. Um, there's been, you know, we appreciate all the things that that X Shot and Zuru have done uh, for the community. They've really been good at promoting everything and uh, giving us blasters getting their names out there helping people out um they have some good blasters and they have a lot of strange choices in their blasters um so i don't want to i don't want to be too hard on them you know 
but I should I should be fair. I'll be fair with them. But this particular um, the forget the one the magazine fed blaster um, trying to open the jam door. The jam door just broke off instead of instead of opening, and it also jammed a lot, a lot, a lot. But just in the same way that a recon or a retaliator jams, if you try to be fast with it, this just tended to have uh, a lot of that jamming going on. And I totally blame me getting out, you know, first in that that first game because of the blaster. You know, it wasn't anything yeah, to do with my yeah. skill. I will say aesthetically, it's very nice. <laughs> it does look awesome. They, uh, who's this X shot? Yeah, or zero, 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 zero X shot. They consistently come out with very aesthetically pleasing blasters. Yeah, they're kind of cool looking blasters. Definitely. Yeah. They just always tend to be a bit small, but that's expected. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, almost so like they're weird. meant for kids or something. Yeah, toys for kids. Mm-hmm. Who would have guessed? But yeah, they do they do what they do pretty well. Um, but or they do it they do it okay. Um, my experience also is with the Turbo Advance, and the Turbo Advance. I think everybody loves the Turbo Advance. We've had Turbo Advances here at the Z13 events a few times. Like people have brought them in and played with them, and they seem to be just fine. And I don't think they've modded them. I think they're stock. I, I would not be surprised if the Turbo Advance gets on like people's top five blasters mm-hmm. for the year. Just it, because of how nice and just of how nice and how it doesn't really need to be modded. It can yeah. be, but it doesn't really need to be to be competitive. I like it. I like it a lot. It it does have a big downside that yeah. there's how many in the graveyard, would you say? I saw three earlier. We need a fourth microphone here. We do. <laughs> I just want to um, include yeah, you. We yeah, got a, we got a few um, broken fellows out there. Uh, the... What is it called again? The Turbo, the turbo Advance. Advance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite X-Shot Blaster. But what yeah. what breaks on all of them, right? There's one thing. I don't know. I don't know. Well, they there's just, one thing you, that they just don't. Working. It just doesn't rotate anymore. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. I was le- I was leading you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to lead you a little bit there. The yeah, they they all don't rotate, and I've heard that online quite a bit too. Yeah, I do like uh, Zero though. Uh, they have reached out to me, and they are looking to send me more blasters, which I'm pretty excited about. But yeah. yeah. Hopefully they last. They yeah, last I, I think they're just minutes away from being really like really good blasters. You know, they just have they have the rotation issue, and they built their they built their system as a proprietary system, which is also a bit difficult. Uh, the the darts are a bit shorter, which isn't a huge issue. But they the magazine fed blaster I was talking about earlier, uh, the magazines don't fit in other nerf blasters uh the clips don't fit in other nerf blasters so i have a battle scout we tried to i was kind of excited because I, I thought a regenerator clip might fit in my battle scout and i'd have spare uh clips for it but they don't fit they they're pretty pretty different sizes and functionality um and the magazines uh you try if you put a nerf dart in there it, it doesn't work at all <laughs> i will say i i do appreciate how how much fun their blasters tend to be because there's yeah. the eliminator which you saw me using out there i've got a modified eliminator that oh, shoots yeah. two darts at once yeah, this thing was pretty yeah. cool bug splat is a offshoot of them and the uh the six shot revolver from people the have bug a lot splat. of good things to say about that. yeah yeah i have one of those i don't remember what it's called it's got some cool name though i, I know like it's it. got like a really like badass name i just don't remember what it is off the top of my head hmm. uh but it's really fun their grips are always so comfortable or small no, no, they're just comfortable. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. The bug shot ones. Yeah. Okay. I don't know I don't know a whole lot about that. The bug shot ones are comfortable as all heck. Okay. I need to hold one more often then. Yeah. I mean there's one out there, but Oh yeah. 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 The the clip fed pistol is looks actually like a Kronos. really nice. Yeah. yeah. The it looks like a Kronos in a lot of ways, but it takes a clip. Yep. Hmm. Uh so I think that's it for Zero. Which do we want to do next? Well, yeah, just just wrapping up Zero. I if they if they were to be listening to this, you know, your blasters look really cool, and they are so close to being excellent products. Make like, them take Nerf mags. Yeah, I just don't. The, just the, make propri- them take the proprietary standard. I don't. I don't know if that works until you're like a market leader. I think it's um, to a point where Nerf is so ingrained in the hobby, or just the Nerf brand yeah. is so ingrained that you kind of need to make it so your blasters are compatible. I just don't understand there's like a there's a direct attempt to be non-compatible. So like the the rotation mechanism to attach the barrel on the regenerator, it's opposite of the nerf 
uh, it like rotates in the opposite direction. So, but then there's also a little peg in the middle, so you cannot physically slide a Nerf attachment onto it. There's huh. a so it's almost exactly the same mechanism and almost the exact same size, but they block it off of the peg and they like rotate it at 180 degrees. Hmm. But you see, like probably the, in my opinion, probably the two other companies that are closest to Nerf are Busby and Xshot, or not not Xshot, Boomco. No, uh, Dart Zone. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> they all use the same clip system. I don't remember if Dart Zone has any clip-fed blasters, but all their stuff mm. can use Nerf darts. Busby, uh, there are a few blasters that don't take a Nerf mag, but or don't take it easily. I know with the Thermal Hunter, you could get one in there if you really like smashed it in. Yeah, so Busby, but, Busby's an interesting one because they've played along with the system yeah. almost entirely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There have been a few times where they've strayed away, but fixing it takes maybe... 20 seconds with the Dremel. It's not difficult to do. Yeah. Okay. They even, in the Thermal Hunter, or was it the the smaller one, the pistol, made an attachment so that you could flip it one way and put the uh, thermal scope on their blaster or flip it the other way, and then it, it uh, had oh, the end strike uh, yeah. adapter. That's for both of them. That was with the Thermal Hunter and the Zenith? Yeah, the Zenith. Yeah. Both of those had the attachment where it could go on that I think it could go on Molly too. No, not Molly. Um, it was like Molly webbing. Oh, Piccadilly. Really? Yeah, I think it was something like that. But it was like a bulky attachment, and it made it made the thermal scope even bulkier. Yeah, it's pretty big. Raised it up another inch. Yeah, but it was I. It was a nice attempt. I appreciate the Mm -hmm. thought. I honestly, when I saw that blaster, if I was a kid, that's one of those type of moments where I'd be like, I need this. I need this in my life. This blaster has thermal tracking capabilities. And you see, and it's got this like globe-looking thing on the front. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Even as an adult, I was like, "What can I? What yeah. can I take this thermal-sensitive technology and put it in?" Like, it sounds really cool. The nice thing is, the thermal technology works. Yeah. It's not like a gimmick that works like twenty percent of the time. It works consistently. It works consistently. Yeah. The thing that I've got two of them. And then when I, I actually like watched a video because I, I don't own one, yeah. I watched a video and I was like, oh, it just changes the color of the targeting reticule. But it, the technology works. That's the thing I like. Yeah. I was, Somebody is trying to integrate it into a existing blaster. Right? I, I saw, that. saw that. Yeah, but I don't remember who it was. Was it Mr. Nathan? Yeah, I feel like I it probably was. It, it probably was. Let's be, let's be honest here. He, if he's going to integrate whatever he wants. He's the king of integrations. He, he is. Yeah, it's a cool. He does some cool stuff. We've talked about him before. Yeah, no, he's um, and from Endor, he's an extremely nice guy. Yeah, sure, I totally agree. He seemed like a great dude. Also, I like him a lot now because he has a project car. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah Studebaker. Yeah, he's got an old Studebaker, and I was like, my man. <laughs> That's my. I'm I'm a car guy, through and through. So it says how much I like Mr. Nathan. I gave him my uh my dossier sticker. Oh, which yeah. were honestly really cool. Like. I know n has been over for like three months, but props for those stickers. Those were really nice. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, come on. Rescue Squad, more like Dossier Squad. I know. You right, could, we like, found one. He's basically like the Achievement Hunters. Oh, we were. The IRL Achievement Honestly, Hunters. Honestly, if I go to n again, I would probably just Dossier hunt the entire time. Have you ever been so excited to see trash like on the side of a road and, and thought like... That maybe crushed my dreams. Ugh. I actually stopped the car, pulled over because I saw a piece of like tin foil. Yeah, and you're just like dossier. Yeah, I was like dossier because I didn't know what it was. We found that one taped to the outside of the second story of a parking garage. Ooh, that's a good one. You know, yeah, they always make a point of never pulling in the old dossiers. We oh yeah, no, people found ones from last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should make a trip down to Athens and go dossier hunting now. Five hour, four. It was five hours when we drove down there because we got lost. It was, it was five me. hours for us because I had to drive up north to get you. Ugh. Yeah. I had to drive half. Yeah, I did drive like Such a long drive. Yeah. I didn't think it would be that far for not seeming that far away, but it really is. Should do an SDNC BNB. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Next year would be I mean it's a long a lot longer trip. So Well they haven't announced where it is yet. I'm still hopeful. Oh we I still know. have no I still have hope that it's gonna be in Athens because yeah. that's such a shorter drive. I, I could almost I would I would rather fly to Georgia I can't at this point. I guarantee you, but I would not be surprised if, oh, I wouldn't if be surprised they did a compete not like a competing yeah. war type event yeah because they do hvz they've been doing it yeah and it's been something they've been doing for years so why not just uh why not just basically keep doing it because people are there they're in the region and bring it you know bring it there for everybody who can't make the trip down to georgia i i always feel like hvz down there's a lot bigger and more prevalent than it is up here up here we have uh ysu and bg 
that's pretty much the extent of it. Yeah, which they've got. Is. Uh, I know they've got more stuff out west. I'm blanking on the names from right now. But I feel like the Midwest... Ragnaroktoberfest yeah, coming man. to you next weekend. We're right? going to get back on track, but I just feel like the Midwest is lacking in something of that magnitude. So I wish Edward would stay just so we have something of that magnitude to look forward to closer to home. Yeah. But back to uh, back to our topic of off-brand blasters. Who do we want to go <laughs> with next? Boomco? Well, I, I don't feel like we were done with Busby. Were we? I, wanted well, to... I feel like we didn't even talk about but I'm, Busby, I have a lot of so contact with Busby. Busby even has its own like cult following for a single blaster, and we haven't brought that one up yet. Wait, which oh, I'm, I'm a part of that following. I'm yeah. in that group. Busby Sentinel. Um, oh. The Sentinel Union. Yeah. Uh, the Sentinel is just a, a great out-of-the-box blaster, and it's... Yeah. It was designed, I think, to be an answer to the Slingfire because it was something that, um, you know, Nerf came out with the Slingfire. It was a, a priming mechanism they hadn't done before. And then, or I don't know, maybe the Sentinel was that round first. Well, because that priming mechanism has been around for a while in Busby. Has it? Yeah. They, yeah they, so they, a lot of their experts. early stuff. Well, <laughs> their early stuff used a lot of it. Okay. Like, it, uh, I remember they had one where it was a magazine, but it had the uh, had shells in it. And you would prime it, and it would load a shell. It would, like it had, oh, it had yeah. like three gimmicks going on. I wow. found one of those in a thrift store, yeah. minus like everything about it. Yeah. You know, it, it was, was a really cool gimmick. I'll give them that. It was, it was broken. It was missing the shell pieces. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. always missing the shells. Yeah. My shells biggest complaint about Busby is always the quality of their plastic. Yeah. It always mm-hmm. feels like you're gonna pick that thing up and twist it the wrong way, and it's just gonna shatter well, into a million pieces. But the plastic is cheap, but that also keeps the price point lower. Agreed. That's Agreed. one of the things I love about Busby is how mm-hmm. they're so much cheaper than everything. I don't think I've seen a Busby blaster above twenty bucks in a while. Mm-hmm. And I've I've had the Except snipe for the Thermal Hunter. Thermal Hunter was like twenty. Wow. Like twenty five. Really? That wasn't yeah. retail twenty five or yeah. twenty. I don't think. Now with a thermal scope on it. Yeah. Really? It was it was cheap. I don't it might have retailed for more than that, but it was cheap when I bought it. Mm-hmm. That's why I bought it, because it was so cheap. Okay. Right. Fair enough. And it came with uh, those like ten new uh the precise pro darts. Yeah, which are actually pretty accurate, but neither here nor there. But I've I've had a lot of it's Busby here blasters and there. Yeah, I've had a, I've had quite a few Busby blasters in my time. I'm I just got a brute, so I plan on modding that a little bit. I've had an experience with Busby lately. I forgot about this until just now. I wrote to Busby. Um, oh, really? I, I wrote to their customer service, and I complained and I complained. No, I I wrote to their customer service group because I found they have a they're very old school seeming. Uh, where they have on their website a form you can fill out, check what you would like from them, include cash or check for the items you would like, and in, bless you, and you can send that via via envelope wow. filled out to them, and they will send you because it includes the shipping cost. They will send you the items that you've checked on this sheet, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to order some Tyrant magazines, and they're not on there. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to write to their customer service because it says at the bottom, please contact our customer service if you li- if something you would like is not listed on this. So I wrote to them about getting um, Tyrant magazines uh, for this mega thingy that I want to build. And online they said they were like six bucks shipped and they never responded to me. So back, was- back before I'd made the mag bag and I was looking for magazines, I was really looking at their website to get some other, what, 20, 20 round magazines? Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. And I almost bought a bunch of them, but I then like I realized their prices they were, were fair. Oh too. no, their prices are very fair. Their prices are cheap for what they're asking for. But then I realized that they wouldn't fit in the backpack I was trying to make. So uh, yeah. yeah, one of our members, Sam, uh, he uses those jungle mags. He uh, he swears by those twenty round. Oh, they're yeah. they're definitely good magazines. There's nothing against them. They just didn't fit. And mm. the mag bag exactly fits an eighteen, like gotcha. to the point where it's maybe made for it. Hmm. That's pretty uh, conspiracy. No, it's definitely not what it's made for. Uh, but no, I just, they're, Busby, for their price point, their quality is pretty on par. I'm happy with the stuff they're coming out with. Uh, do you know, what do they have, like, what's a modern product? So the Sentinel? Thermal Hunter? The Thermal you actually you're right, get, the Thermal You can't Hunter. get Sentinels anymore. Oh. Sentinels yeah. are pretty much gone. You can try to find them on eBay, but they're not on their website either. I got that one from uh, someone on Instagram, mm. one I gave to you. Gotcha. But Thermal Hunters, them, the Zenith. Um, what else? Yeah. Uh, they have Adventure Force. Um, 
I'm oh, blinded. they own Adventure Force. No, so Adventure no? Force is Walmart's brand, but it's it's the same. They Walmart will will rebox and and usually do exclusive color schemes, but they will rebox other companies. So sometimes Adventure Force is Busby brand blasters. Yeah. Sometimes it's X Shot blasters. That's why you can get an Adventure Force Turbo Advance. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. the Walking Dead blasters. That's what else. That's what else. Uh, Busby yeah. does. Busby has the rights to the Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh. Which were a Toys R Us? No, they weren't a Toys R Us, were they? No, they were at Target for sure. Now, because I saw them the other day at Target, but yeah, I've I've never been interested in the Walking Dead blasters. So neither they're uncomfortable. They look odd. They look like weirdly proportioned, kind of like the rival Stormtrooper blaster. I was just thinking. Yeah, I was just Uh, thinking. Pew pew, shots fired. Yeah, Uh, more accurate than a Stormtrooper. Yeah, it's yeah, mm, it's. But Busby, uh, how long they've been around for a long time? They've been too. around a while. They've because been, probably twenty plus years, because they've got some pretty old stuff. Twenty, yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe I, I don't know. One of the blasters I thrifted last week, I was that I was excited about was a Busby blaster. Back when they did the solid green kind of pretty ugly, you know, green bodies, and they did a lot of they were all in that like kind of green color. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, the classic green. It's still a cool-looking blaster. Yeah, I just didn't remember what you thrifted. I'm just like, what? Yeah, it was um, Ultimate ultimate Rapid Blast. Yeah. That's what it was called. Oh, the, like, army green? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that thing is... That's a gross color, but... I still think the shape of the blaster is pretty cool. Oh, it's definitely not a shape. It's just a gross color. It is. But that blaster is, you know, from when they had their own proprietary darts, and it seems like they've taken the route of converging with nerf yeah right so they've they've kind of gone with the if you can't beat them join them yeah now i don't know if um the streamline darts would fit in there if those would work the old nerf streamlines i wonder um i don't have any to try i think, I think that was back when busby was using different darts yeah that's uh anyways yeah. but those guys busby's pretty nice yeah overall busby pretty positive they're an oldie but goldie oldie but goldie yeah do we want to go with boomco or dart zone next Let's go down to Dart Zone. Or do we just want to skim over Boomco? No, we'll, we'll talk about Boomco, too. We'll talk about okay. Boomco. I want to talk about well, Yeah, let's I want talk, talk about, about Dart Zone. Uh, Dart Zone I love Dart Zone. Um, I don't so, know anything about Dart Zone. Please, so be my Dart, guest. Dart Zone was Interlocute. actually at End War in 2017, like X-Shot was at, um, well, FoamCon uh, yeah. this past year. Um, and this was right before they came out with the Powerball, which I know Connor was really excited to get into the Dark Club because it was, it was pretty much exactly what he was looking for from the Atlas, um, but it primed underneath instead of that horrendous claw on the top that you have to pull back. You mean the Apollo? Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. What did I say? Atlas. Atlas yeah. Oh. Which one of the Atlas? Is that, that the shotgun? Oh yeah. Under, yeah. yeah. We don't we don't talk yeah. about. Yeah, that. they're they're trying to. You know, they're definitely trying to get rid of those right now. You go to Costco. Yeah. And oh, I, I would not buy one. I'd probably like. I probably would consider one if I thrifted it just to have. I thought I, thought I saw something where they're trying to like remake the Atlas into something better. Well, I thought I saw something like that floating around. The, the Hypnos. Hypnos. Yeah. But the Hypnos is single shot. Okay. Which I'm kind of looking forward to. Yeah. That yeah. could be good. Yeah. No, but then nice. again, when I try it out it, it, yeah. <laughs> at the Dark Club, I have exci- high hopes for blasters. And then after yeah. a You'll see how weekend, I'm like, these are garbage. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, Dart Zone has done some great stuff. They fire great out of the box because they don't put air restrictors in their yeah. blaster. Um, I don't think they have any magazine-fed blasters. Do you have though. any idea how they hold up then if they don't have air restrictors? Do they, they have padded plungers or something? No. Nope. Mm-mm. No, they just, they, uh, they and, just and honestly, they're basically modded out of the box yeah. or very crudely modded. The okay. um, one of the most popular dart zone blasters is the uh, the Magnum Super Drum, and I know that one of the failure points on that one is the O ring will skip the plunger head, mm. yeah, and then get chewed up. So and the air restrictor probably plays into that or the lack of air restrictor. So it's like budget modding, yeah. yeah. From so them, my Super Drum, the plunger tube actually shattered. Wow. Yeah. So if that shows how uh, how well I treat my blasters. <laughs> I mean, it also shows about their design, the fact yeah. that no air restrictor, okay, slam, 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 everything's crashing together. But if treated properly, I mean, Dart Zone Super Drum, the Magnum, is uh, a very effective HVZ blaster, yeah. especially, you know, like, you know, between missions, you're going out to, to get some lunch, but you need to have something. That's what you, somebody did that. Was that you? Yeah, I took one. Yeah. I, I grabbed... Uh, 
Joe Furby's. That thing was comically small. That's the other thing. It's, yeah. it's like a huge drum and then this fairly tiny blaster. And you can minimize it even more so. Because yep. you can take the uh, weird stock foregrip thingy off. Yeah. And you can take the front barrel off like easily, like it's meant to be taken what, off. like three inches of barrel? Yeah. yeah. So it's you've got like that much barrel. That's funny. I'm holding up like, a, like an inch, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. I did that to mine. But it's just high capacity for the size. Yeah, and once again, a pretty cheap blaster. That's I 20 bucks, right? I think it's slam fire, too. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So it's like a strong arm with a bigger cylinder. Yep. And then obviously, Dart Zone has, has gotten into the, um, the rival game. So they've got uh, four or five um, rival. So got, got the Powerballs. Got uh, an equivalent to the Zeus. Oh, yeah, that, that thing's yeah. cool, the Accelerator. Yeah. So yeah. There's Who's the Accelerator, and then there's yeah. the next one up from that, too. The I, I, not, I don't even The like Quantum? Yeah. yeah, that one. The yeah, Quantum one. and the Accelerator, those are really... I really like those. I saw one. I saw the Accelerator in the store, and it looked like they had done like a slight update to it. Or maybe I just hadn't so seen one in a long there's time. There's two different ones. There's one that has a shotgun-style pump prime, and then there's also one that has a vertical foregrip that both take, I think it's a 10-round hopper. 12. Is it 12? Something like that. Um, but then the cool thing about those hoppers is is the connection point is the same as the Hasbro stick mag for Rival. Yeah. So you can yeah. just put the Rival stick mag in upside down and use your existing Rival magazines to feed so that way you have more yeah. ammunition on you. That's Fun a great idea. Fun fact. Yeah. Do you want to know what else they'll take? What? Milk jugs. What? I saw someone, I saw someone take a milk jug, <laughs> slam it in there and use that as a hopper. Nice. It I, works. I applaud the ingenuity, but just... It works. There you go. Okay. It's budget <laughs> modding right there. So uh, we've used... A, I've used a lot of those. Um, Milk jugs? No. <laughs> no. Uh, used a lot of the Powerball um, blasters because uh, when I first got into Nerf, uh, a lot of my friends picked up the, you know, the cheapest rival-style ball blasters that they could find, and it was that blaster. The power balls were dirt cheap, and we would take them to the library. That's where we played. It was at the library. It was a sanctioned event, you know, by the library. And those things are snipers. We had our, we had uh, my wife and I had uh, Artemis, Artemises, Artemises, um, and awesome high capacity, but not as cl- not even close to being as accurate as the power ball. Those guys, they could just you know. Certainly sounded like it was tearing itself apart. Oh yeah. yeah. When you fired it, they definitely had the cheap plastic and the, you know, it's very st- stiff prime too. Yeah, it's very stiff prime. And the thing the thing altogether felt like it was a like car analogy. It felt like it was pretty high strung engine, big boost on the turbo. It sounded like it wanted to die. <laughs> and every time you fired it, it was like, ooh. Did I like, break it? It's yeah. okay. No, it's still good. Then they've got the uh the Phantom which is like a faux jolt and whatever the faux triad Still is called. Still haven't seen this thing yet. That's what it is. I have, it I it looks like, but they don't have, you know, like the uh, T-poles, like the jolt and triad do. They've got more like a ring Okay. you pull yeah. down. And they, they get better ranges than them out of the box because they don't have an air restrictor. It's interesting. The tri-fire actually rotates. Yeah, because they don't have... Um, they don't have license for the ARs. air restrictors. They don't have a smart AR system, so their triad, their version of the triad... Those three barrels actually rotate. That's pretty cool, actually. It's not... It actually made me think of the... Speaking of X-Shot, the manually rotating three-shot blaster. They have one of their their base blasters. It's a a three-shot blaster, but you have to manually index. It's it's like a smaller version of the... No. The the Triad? No, the six-shot revolver one. I can't remember the name of still. Reflex six. Maybe. Is that it? Maybe. I don't know. It had a cool name. I just know that much. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That was an, another odd choice. Um, <laughs> One of my personal favorite Dark Zone blasters is the uh, Light Command. Yeah. That's because uh, Connor got that from a care package from him, and he had no use for it, so I've been taking it, and slowly but surely I've been modding it. Nice. It's just been a yeah. project that I have on if I'm bored and I need something to do. Now, what is it you're trying to do with that one again? I'm trying to make it mag-fed. Oh, it's very possible. It's very possible. <laughs> I'd just like to say that. It's definitely doable. I just need to sit down and it's do it. It's just a flywheel and a pusher, right? Yeah. With a belt. I mean, it uses a belt yeah. instead, right? But Basically, I'm going to slap a Raider Magwell on it and probably minimize it. Ideally, you know how uh, the Make Test Battle guys, they made the Destiny kind of like bullpup? They moved the trigger from the back to the front grip. 
I would like to do that because it's kind of screaming for the same thing, but I doubt I'm going to be able to do that. One project at a time, right? You got <laughs> every, I think we all have I've got like five going. Yeah. It's like how many, what level is the project at right now? It's scrapping ones, getting new projects. Yeah. Like the uh, ones on what? The uh, SDNC special ones. The SDNC special ones. The ones that you are uh, designing that part for. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to keep that low key for now. Oh, we've we've yeah. talked about the oh, scar barrel. The scar no, no, barrel? no, not the scar barrel. The uh, attachment. The SDNC attachment. You talked about Oh, that. we yeah. talked about that oh. one, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that one. Cat's out of the bag, I guess. This is what happens when I'm not here. No, 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 no. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that one. Yeah, yeah. that's the, the SDNC skyline that attaches to yeah. the Nerf Maverick. No, I'm very excited for that one. Yeah, that'd be fun. That's yeah. just a, that's just like a, a joke in real life, but I'm happy that it actually I, is. I wouldn't even say it's a joke. I would say it's more like a... It's more like a display item. Yeah, definitely. I'm yeah. going to make one and totally oh, yeah, put it on I am shelf. Too. I'm totally going to use mine in Trouble in Terrorist Town. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah? Right now, I think the, the issue we're running... The one place you can in... use an all-black all black blaster. Well, you can you can take the uh, barrel attachment the barrel attachment off the Maverick. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the SDNC Skyline logo comes off for sure. Well, and the, uh, the orange bit of the Maverick, so you can still have an orange oh. tip. Oh, I wouldn't. For display, I wouldn't. Oh, but, I would take yeah. it off just because be safe well yeah don't play outdoors without it but make me <laughs> fight me okay so uh that's yeah. what we have to talk about is boomco yeah yeah boomco so i went and bought a the m6 pistol because i really wanted to know more about boomco uh i have i'm not a fan i really wanted to like it i really wanted to like it um it shoots average uh, it does shoot accurately so i mean their their claim of accurate firing Totally agree with that. They they nailed it. Um, it feels strange shooting one of those darts though, and hearing the it like straws. clatter. Yeah, the straws and they like clatter to the ground. Kind of a, it's just an interesting sound. It's just different. Uh, and the fact that they even stick to photo paper was kind of a cool thing. Like, there's a lot of fun innovations they put into those into those bla- into those darts specifically. Yeah. Their blasters look nice because they get licensing for like Halo. And even their basic blasters look pretty nice, but I can't get over the straws. I can't stand them. Yeah. I I think they just were too late to the game trying to be 100% innovative. It it'd be like if Apple came out now as opposed to during being the, an innovator and having an established brand name. Yeah. Well, it, it, it it's like Apple trying to come out now when, you know, Microsoft has, you know, what 30 years of innovation on top of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's essentially what Mattel did with Boomco brand. And they tried to come to the field with a completely unique dart that, uh, in, in a lot of ways, it is a better dart. It's more accurate. It's got the soft head. It's uh, much more durable. But because people are so already invested in the Nerf ecosystem, and even some of the off-brands are cross-compatible with that at least in the darts if not fully in the magazines and the accessories and stuff that to you you pretty much have to pick one or the other you know and that's why when you go to you know hvz events and other wars you've got a couple people that are pretty exclusively boomco you know i know there's uh you know boomco jack and boomtendo uh, Boom yeah. and uh, a few others that are solely boomco users but they're very few and far between because you, you really kind of got to pick one and stick with it or have a ton of money to dump into the hobby. Mm-hmm. I will yeah. say in, in their defense, their blasters are very nice and they're very big in like the cosplay community. If you're going as like Master Chief or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because the they've got yeah. licensing. Yeah. yeah. So in that, I'll give them that in that respect, that their blasters look very accurate to what they're supposed to mm-hmm. do. They do. I would say the one thing having the Boomco the Boomco pistol the M6 pistol in hand is that the plastic does feel a step down. It does have that thinner feel to it, and its aesthetics and it's aesthetically accurate um, while sacrificing ergonomics. Um, it's just the the handle in the front you can't get two hands on it very easily. You can, but you're banging your fingers around getting it inside. I don't of like there. the foregrip. I yeah. took that off of mine. When you it, take it off, it's pretty comfortable, but. I should do that. Um, but, you know, as delivered, it, it feels a step cheaper on the plastic. It feels, you know, the ergonomics, whatever. This is a licensed product. It's doing what it's supposed to be doing. The Blaze of Glory shotgun is another one I really wanted to get. 
Um, didn't end up picking it up before Toys R Us closed down and didn't really need it either. You know, it's one of those things like it would be really cool, but at the same time, do I need it? I don't want to buy into that extra ecosystem. I also don't think that it would ever become better than the rest of my other blasters if I wanted to put the time into it. It might, but um, how do you, have you guys ever been shot by one that's from a modded blaster? It's one of the things I don't straw. know. Yeah, the straw from yeah. a modded blaster. Yeah. How does the... How does the, the pain threshold compare? So I've been shot by a K26 to M6. Mm-hmm. Same as a K26 Nightfinder. If okay. not a little less, because Nightfinders are pretty beefy. Yeah. But so as long as you're bad. getting hit by the head, yeah, you're probably fine. Yeah. Just okay. the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> That's all you want to get hit by. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there's also the whole clip system that they designed... Oh yeah, is uh, I wouldn't even give them crap for their like clip system because well, other people have done it. The Destiny does it and does it pretty well. Yeah, but I, I don't you're I, with any clip system, you're risking missing your first couple of darts whenever you load one in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm I just not a big fan of leaving shots in the chamber. Basically, I think other companies have executed it well, <laughs> except Nerf in that respect, which is interesting. The fact that Nerf hasn't executed it well because the Destiny does it well. Boomco only does it, so I'm assuming they do it well. <laughs> yeah, we don't know, right? Yeah, I, I we don't know any other. They, Nobody's playing um, with it around here. I think they got it better in later blasters. I think the earlier ones, it was possible to just keep going once you got the clip in. Yeah. I, but I think the newer ones actually have a stop to where it won't go past the first shot. Yeah, mm, that's nice. Yeah. We should uh, we should get one at some point to actually answer these questions. Because I do feel bad making uh, conjectures about about a blaster we haven't actually used. But knowing that we've used the pistol, the pistol is not terrible, but it's also not great. I know Matt has that's... the Halo shotgun. Oh, the yeah. Blaze of Glory shotgun. Yeah, he picked it up I think when he made a Toys R Us run. Yeah, so maybe we can get him to uh, let us play around with that. Yeah, bring it in. The, the mm-hmm. M6 to, uh, K26 is amazing. Because you were talking about how accurate it is. Imagine mm-hmm. that with K26 behind it. Yeah, if you could... It becomes a force to be reckoned with. I know that a couple of uh, big-name nerfers, uh, Out of Darts, Walcom, they all swear by that as their sidearm. Yeah. I think Walcom actually runs it as a primary a lot of times. He doesn't run the M6. He runs the, uh, like, frozen version of it. Yeah. It has a different name, but it's essentially M6. Or a switch shot. So I still think it is cool, but at the same time, in with the rise of blasters that like the Kronos is really what I'm thinking of, of blasters that have an internal magazine. How can you justify a single shot, like fire and reload type of blaster as your secondary anymore when you can have a Kronos or, yeah. you know, especially like the range. Yeah. They travel farther. Travel and they're accurate the entire way. Okay. Uh, a K, like Tom was saying, a K26 M6 will probably I don't know, 50 yards. Not so easy. So. I'd say so. When I brought it here, and it got from one end of the arena to the other pretty accurately. You know, a Kronos is a great blaster, but you're not going to clear 50 yards accurately. With, mm-hmm. Not with, with that attitude. Those, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, okay, fair point. Accuracy, definitely big deal. Yeah. Half-length darts maybe would be a, in, in I don't even know what, but like a, a fire strike, brass fire strike might be. Yeah. I know, like, with what you're saying, I feel like it should almost be flipped. I feel like it should have more of a single-shot ranged primary and then a more of a high-capacity internal magazine secondary. Like, when I run my single sledgefire, I run that with a strong armor or hammer shot. Because I get the one shot, and while I'm reloading, I switch out to the secondary. You've got five hands? (laughs) The thing I could... Reloading and switching. The thing I could never get behind using the M6 as a, as a uh, secondary or a backup blaster is then you got to run multiple ammo types. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a big proponent of one ammo type. That's why I'm not a huge fan of the Kronos. Your, your primary yeah. goes down, you can pull your darts out of your mags one by one and, and top off your hammer shot yeah. or your fire strike or whatever it is that you're... I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, or even better, your secondary is, you know, just a small, you know, just nothing on it strife that you put in a holster that you can then put those magazines right in. I know that's what uh, TK did, at least in set. Or, or, or like the uh, Meeker or something like that. Yep. Something small that you can just use the same type of uh, ammo with. So my friend who's printing it said it's actually not small at all. 
It's not. I, is I, it like the same size as Strife? Yeah, it's, it's pretty uh, big. It looks more holsterable. It's it's about this big. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not scratch small. that about the small thing. Yeah, it's, it's maybe maybe with that uh glass eight inches but yeah it's it's probably about the size of a strife yeah okay. but a little bit bigger footprint because of the uh how far down the magwell comes and stuff magwell comes down the grip is a little bigger ergonomic um yeah. if you include the stock point on the back the stock point is uh extending the length as well so there was uh there was a guy at end war this year that had a sword art online fdl um oh yeah he, that was cool yeah. and then he did the meeker as the uh as his sidearm in the the offhand sword for the main character so the, his main was the his primary was the main hand sword and secondary was the offhand sword color schemes ah okay neat well i think we've beaten that to death as far as we know yeah we're gonna have to get a little more experience we can add to this discussion at a later date um let's go ahead and go to a couple shout outs interesting content you've been looking at uh you guys seen anything that you want to talk about any I've, videos? I've been binge watching Node. I know you shouted that. Oh, out. I love Node. Node's yeah. pretty great. They, they had they have some great uh, Nerf videos and even Airsoft videos. All their videos that are Nerf and Airsoft related are you know five hundred thousand minimum views. You know they are well. It's because they also done, have, they also have another channel. They're Corridor Digital. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's all the the Node stuff is generally what I enjoy. Yeah, though. the Node stuff is what I enjoy too. Mm-hmm. I just think they're pretty cool guys, and I just seen like their yeah. behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, I love it. Um, it's it's something that I would love. A, you know, I don't know how Connor would feel about it, but maybe one day actually doing some games like that here when we do the Z13. Yeah. If we had enough people to actually do filming, um, you know, put together interesting gameplay mm. where you could have views from different people as the action unfolds. That'd be awesome. That's just a that's just a ton of work and an aspirational type of uh, goal there. Yeah, I'm definitely down for that. And I get a lot of requests for uh, gameplay footage of like mm-hmm. a full game. Um, I'm definitely down to do that at least once. It's not like my style, but I definitely am down for that. I think the tricky part is going to get mm-hmm. the right kind of cameras and so we, smooth footage. I don't. We got a little bit of footage like that last time. So we um, Michelle ordered a uh, head mounted uh, a hat attachment. For mounting a GoPro to your hat, and it actually worked out great. If you wanted, I had a head mount. For Is a that GoPro. that brim one? Yes. Where it just clips. I, yeah. So a couple yeah. of the guys in Node have that one. Yeah. Um, that's actually where we got the idea. Honestly, is she saw and figured out where it came from and ordered one. Yeah. But if any companies are listening out there and they want to send us like some <laughs> gimbals or something, yeah. we've got we've got action cameras. We just don't have for anything all, to get stable footage. For all on. the companies listening. Yeah, yeah. All of them. All none of them. <laughs> Yeah, you never know who's listening. Yeah, but, but we're—that's one of those things we need to work towards in the future—is a—is uh, a good recap of some of our games. I think our our um, our team our zombie team deathmatch games are a big time. Uh, they have a lot of interesting things going on. If we could get enough cameras showing the action, I, I think uh, some of the next game plays that are going to be added will be similar in pace to the zombie deathmatch too. Yeah. So that might lean to it. Nice. That's yeah. that's the. Uh, that's when everybody gets uh, tired out and gets some good exercise and they want that break. If they can get tired out with those kind of games, then they they want a break to put their gear down and play yeah. something slower. There's, uh, there's been a big request for Capture the Flag, and I think we finally figured so out a way for, for both single flag and double flag um, oh. and work it into the Z13 theme. I just like so, CTF in general. Yeah, so look cool. for that in the next couple of months as well. Nice. I watched a foam data services video on how to do a MOSFET build. And, uh, I was thinking this whole, I, I, I actually went to do it and I got everything laid out and I was like, where do people put the components so that they don't get in the way of something moving inside of a strife? I was like, you know, there's a reason, there's a, a lot of reasons people just do a single switch build on, on strifes and things like that. There is not a ton of room in a yeah. strife. If you wanted to do something like that, I'd say use an evader. Nah. There's a lot of room. I I figured it out. It's something I not ready to talk about it yet. But okay. there is really really cool that I've been working on this weekend. Okay. Um, to sort of solve that issue that I'm super excited about. Another time though. Um, and basically, you know, I'm trying to do that build right there. And so Foam Data Services, I like their instructional videos. 
They've got a fun accent, and uh, and they're usually pretty good content. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad he's back on the air. He was, there was a dry spell for a little bit from that channel. Yeah, because they're they're not super popular right now. As far I don't hear people talk about them that much unless. It's like, oh, how do you do this thing that's been around for a while? Like, oh, Foam Data Services has a video about that, and it's old, but yeah. it's still good. But I, I think that's because there was a, probably a six-month uh, hiatus from that channel mm-hmm. for, sure. for various reasons. Um, yeah. I always uh, point people towards Make Test Battle, especially for the basic stuff like um, strifes and whatnot. Uh, Ryan's strife uh, mod guide is, is very basic and very targeted towards yeah newbies well i was looking for tips on the the mosfetting uh-huh. particular like figuring out where to place things and i don't know it's all good it's power spooky. strip just fell in the spooky. background it's like it, yeah. the adhesive disconnected it's okay um i did see so i didn't know or think that i would ever recommend a video from this channel but the uh the official Nerf channel, the Nerf Nation, uh, they put out a video that Zach King did recently, and I laughed so hard at this video. This is one of my favorite Nerf videos of all time. Uh, it's it's called the Ultimate Cardboard Nerf Castle on the Nerf Nation podcast or the Nerf Nation channel. I, think I saw a video or a commercial for that. Oh one. my gosh, it was my favorite thing in the world because I love home renovation shows. Yeah, he had the cardboard and he revealed it. Yeah, he did like the so cardboard that's reveal. All I saw. Yeah. There was a part where he's on the phone with them and they're like, What's your budget? And it's like thirty two dollars. <laughs> and he said the story is like, Well, I got some good news and some bad news. You want you want the good news or the bad news? And they're like, uh, we'll take the good news. Okay, the bad news is we spent three hundred dollars on your project. The good news is we're gonna have a dream castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just wow. love that video so much. It made fun of all of, you know. I'll have to check All my favorites, you know, uh, home renovation type of plays and things. What's up? Um, I actually do have one more shout out. I want to give a, a huge shout out to uh, Captain Xavier to Chalo. Um, I uh, somebody on Nerf Modders Welcome had made a uh, post asking for Strife Mod Guide. He, uh, first time modding, wanted a, a good YouTube guide, and uh, several people said Foam Data Services. I piped up with Make Test Battle because, like I said, Ryan's. Uh, intro strife guide is amazing and uh i at the same point i i commented that as much as i love captain xavier and his channel and everything he's doing i thought that some of the stuff that he he suggested in his uh his what is supposedly an intro strife guide was questionable or maybe a little bit advanced, like uh, using the battery terminals from the stock battery tray as a solder point. And he saw that and he was like, "Hey, really? Would you mind, you know, messaging me? I'd like to, you know, to discuss with you." And and so I, I sent him a message, and we honestly we probably talked for about two hours one night and just going back and forth. Um, and it was it was a very constructive uh, session. It wasn't, you know. Uh, him getting upset anything I was saying and we were discussing why he put in there what he thought and and why I thought that it might be a little bit advanced for people or and whatnot and uh it was just it was a really good experience I really was glad that I got the chance to uh yeah to chat with him you know mad respect to him for being a good person online and seeming not that we've met him in real life but for being a good person online and handling himself like a true adult and you know someone who acts online and in person seemingly the same um he's that's, yeah it's it's hard to find people who yeah, will do absolutely. it absolutely and whether whether he agreed with what my opinions were or not just the the fact that he was willing to you know um adult to adult discuss and and it sounds like he is going to go back and and do another one that is just extremely bare bones um, for the beginner so that they have something to reference where they're not trying to mm-hmm. uh, solder multiple points to the same area and things like that. So. That's what I've liked about uh, Chalo Xavier from the beginning. He's always been really in touch with the community. I know I've had probably five conversations with him about just dumb ideas that we're both mm-hmm. thinking about, both thinking about building. Yeah. So um, He's just really open and in touch with the community, and that's what I really, really like about him. Yep. So yeah, I mean, guys that come to Z13 or, or just the group in general and are just starting to do it, I've always recommended his channel to begin with because, A, you can look up his channel and find out if anything in your 
inventory can take a K26, and he has some great, you know, the Monday mod tips and all that, but uh, uh, just really took it to another level. So props to you, Captain Xavier. Now for uh, for me, I'd just like to shout out uh, Iktomi and Radio Silence on the Discord for helping me out with my 3D printer, uh, just helping me troubleshoot. And Brett and Jang, we've got something in the works for you guys that hopefully I'll get sent out. Maybe okay, we'll see. You're saying, you're saying it on uh, live on. Yeah, no, I'm saying so. it. I I know I'm now like stuck to it, unless they decide not to call me out on it. So they probably won't wait this long for the podcast. But yeah, uh, <laughs> they probably they won't call me out on it. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. What you got, Connor? Nothing. All right. <laughs> we want to hear your voice. Come on, give us some of that voice. I'm I'm um oh now I sound all right. I'm. For some reason, it sounded echoey in my headphones earlier, so hopefully it sounds okay throughout the whole podcast. But shout-outs. I don't know. I don't think I have any shout-outs right now. I literally have been in uh, at the dark club for the last week and haven't been on the internet He hasn't all. shaved. He's like I finally got a smelling. haircut today. You, if Feel you don't it. see him, you can smell him. You know, wow. <laughs> yeah. Just like... No, I guess a shout-out to... How about shout out to you for putting all this together on top of yeah. a uh, a big weekend, yeah. busy time, busy oh, season you. for you. We'll get we reverse this shout out on you. Room. Yeah, I'm excited for that fourth microphone and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm just excited uh, that this is all moving forward. Yeah, it keeps going. We're gonna keep the episodes going, and uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram where we post regular pictures of projects and behind the scenes content. Leave us some feedback so we know how we're doing, guys. We really need this because. You know, we're just uh, we're trying to figure it out on our own. So we'd love to hear what the community wants to uh, wants to know about topics that you'd like to hear in future episodes. Uh, let us know. Just uh, shoot us in shoot us an email. Shoot us a message on Instagram, and we will do it. Probably at this point, we're not we don't have a huge backlog, just a limited amount of topics. So we'll put them in the queue if you are interested to hear about it. For Connor, Tim, and Tom, this is Eric, and we'll see you on the next episode.